welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Hey you guys, what's going on? This is Mariana Big Dog from Big Dog's Corner on a new podcast and uh, my co-host is Dawn Piercy and I uh, just want to let you know we have an incredible guest today. Um, you guys know we interview all kinds of veterans from different branches, from different eras. Um, Leif Meisinger, he is a Army War veteran, uh, 11 Bravo. He served in Iraq in 07 and 08. And, um, you know, I, I, I met him uh, through an event uh, with my wife. And it was at a, at a post, right, in uh, Anaheim? Or is uh, it, Anna, or is it uh, Santa Ana? Orange. Orange, orange. I'm Post sorry. Post 132. Post 132. And um, so Leif is uh, um, he, he's a, he's a post leader, and he is he's a leader of that uh, of that group of that unit. And um, we're just gonna ask him um, just different things that happened uh, in Iraq that a lot of people don't know, and some some uh, some really cool stuff that. Uh, would be interesting for for all for all the uh, fans that are interested, and I know we have thousands of fans out there that love our veterans and they want to get educated and they want to learn the facts. So, uh, go ahead, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> he's a biker, though. <laughs> so, Leif, go ahead and um, just talk about you know what happened out there when you were in Iraq and and how you got in it and. Uh, any injuries or anything that happened, uh, anything that's big that uh, people would be interested in, in hearing and learning? Well, I was, I was working on the oil fields. I got laid off. I didn't know what to do. I actually wanted to serve because there was an incident I saw on TV. It was the Jessica Lynch uh, ambush where they ambushed them. And I actually, it, I mean, it pissed me off so much. And I was so... I, I wanted to join at the time, but I was they, I couldn't. But I had actually done some research and looked on the web, and I found these pictures on Al Jazeera of these dead soldiers, and it, it really got to me. And then I saw the videos of the POWs uh, that they had captured, and so that kind of stuck with me. And then one day... I was just, there was a radio uh, commercial and it said, we had raised the age to 42 and if you sign up infantry, we're giving you a $20,000 sign up bonus. And I was like, yes, <laughs> Woo! let's go, 20000 I mean, I wanted to go. And uh, so I joined up and I went to Iraq. It was awesome. It was the greatest thing I ever did. Now I heard we heard uh, this is uh, I, my friend served in Iraq different parts different different stages right um, not everybody that goes to Iraq is actually in the war zone and some people are in different zones um, is that true that you guys didn't take showers for like weeks at a time or is that that's not true and they say water was totally like gold true. out there totally and true it was really difficult um, now, now to the take showers the initial push I was not in I was oh seven oh eight I was in the deadliest year. But 0708, uh, we had showers, we had everything you needed, we had stores everywhere, so we could buy pretty much anything we wanted. So it wasn't really uh. bad. But now, on the other hand, 
we didn't we did not shower because we didn't have the showers we just didn't shower because it was a smell thing so it was the and it was a week <laughs> no it's, I, I swear America if you have so any type of soap or anything has a perfume so if you go around a bunch of guys that are smelly and sweaty and then all of a sudden you take a shower and you rock around those guys you smell fresh like soap. So when you're out in the field and then all of a sudden like 200 meters away from you this guy's hiding behind a building gets a whiff of that fresh soap he knows it's a soldier so he's going to wait and try and kill you. So in, wow. so in, wow. so it's kind of like the you don't fucking smoke in a gun turret so people can see the glow and you become this target from you know, a couple thousand meters away. <laughs> Same thing. And it was weird because after not showering and not soaping and doing all that stuff, we had this interpreter that came and she had perfume on. Literally, she walked on base. You three, about 300 meters, you could smell that smell. And so, yeah, you didn't. You didn't, well, I didn't shower with, you know, certain soaps and stuff. That way you wouldn't give that perfume smell and let people know who you were. Wow, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. So did you see any any killings, anything crazy, any IEDs, um, anybody blow themselves oh, up? Oh, yes. Um, you know, I know that's not good, but it, it's it's part of war. Um, you know, what did, how did that feel? Is it, is it really like they show in the movies where <laughs> you see in the boom, everything blows up saw, and guys are missing their body parts? And Yeah, I saw uh, an idiot hear. pull up probably maybe, I don't know how far away they were from us. And they go to put out, I think it was like, what did they call them? The 505 round, whatever those big fucking rounds are that they were using to kill us. And he goes to put it out and boom, blew up. Wow. Just disappeared, disintegrated. <laughs> what the? Wow. But I myself was Listen. in two IED blasts. Uh, <clears throat> wow. One was on between Bridge uh, 19 and 20 on MSR Tampa, October 21st, 2007. And we were going, and the Iraqi police, as we went under the bridge, pushed us out to the mid. They had cars on the in lanes one and two, and they were pushing us out to the fast lane. But as we wow. went, we pointed our weapons, and on our loudspeaker, was like, get the fuck out of the way! And so they actually moved, and another... So some trucks came behind us on the bridge and put a roadblock right as we passed. We were on a corner going around the curve, and there was a roadblock up top, so the 50 trucks we were protecting started the domino effect slow down so right as we got to this one curve boom the freaking IED just blew up and so we knew we'd just been set up and all this shit and nothing really happened I mean nothing happened at the time to anybody but we just kind of when it happened we hit the big pothole and I mean we were peppered with debris but we hit a big pothole and then I Compre I had three compression fractures in my vertebrae, and then keeping from getting launched out of the Humvee, my elbows hit the turret and then tore my rotator cuff, and then I got uh, TBI, traumatic or mild traumatic brain injury or whatever. <clears throat> nah, it, it's I always don't think it, it's mild. You know, I was I seen some conflicts in the Navy, 
and uh, we did some stuff out there. But yeah, and in the army too, I was uh, I did my training. So where did you get your training at, and what, what was your what is that MOS that, so that people can know what is a uh, eleven eleven Bravo, Bravo is and infantry. Infantry, so so you guys Fort, are the front lines and Fort Benning, Georgia, <laughs> Sand Hill. Whoa, follow me. <laughs> Don't they have uh, the Ranger training there? Yeah, and Ranger, Airborne, Airborne, Airborne everything's all. there. It's a badass base. Wow, wow, that's that's incredible, man. And, and so all, all your friends that went with you um, during those fifteen months, did, did they all come back? Or? Yes, everybody. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I mean, there was okay in our company, we only had one death, and that one death was a vehicle accident driver error because. So the Humvees that we get when the Humvees are made without the up-armored are just heavy enough to be able to take the weight and drive in that sense. But then you want to wow. protect us and you put up this up-armor on a Humvee that's only supposed to be able to hold 12,000, let's just say 12,000 pounds, and then you load it with 15,000 pounds. Well, when you try to swerve or do something, you're more apt to roll over. <laughs> and with some of these inexperienced drivers, if you've never driven a up-armored Humvee and with all the equipment and all the weight in it. Wow. So as they were doing a convoy, they got close to the back of a, and they went, turned, hit it, rolled, gunner died. Wow. Everybody else was injured. And then uh, you were also saying you guys just did an event with a guy that was a POW yes. uh, recently, and I know that that was a big, that's a big So uh, this is I'm gonna, this. this is how I'm going to link my very first story to what happened later. So, so when we made this, when we were in Iraq, made the same turn that the 507th made down the wrong area, your butt kind of puckers because our loot, our LT let us know, oh, dude, we just made the exact same wrong turn that the lit thing, you know. Oh, wow. And yeah, your butt puckers a little bit, but nothing came of it. <laughs> he, you know, we went a few blocks, turned, got out of the, you know, got out of there and everything was fine. But it's those little incidents of those little bits of fear that you kind of remember. Kind of like when I was going, rolling through Tikrit during Ramadan, there's... 12 at night, we weren't supposed to go through, made a wrong turn, we're going through. There's people on the roofs everywhere. And as a gunner, when there's uh, people on the roofs, scares, as tough as we think we are, fucking scares the living shit out of you. Whoa! <laughs> so you guys think they're probably snipers or just I, a whole I, bunch of I, guns at you guys? I don't know. I just was shitting my pants. It's yeah. all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, you're looking at everyone around. So you know our our rules of engagement was like anyone within a thousand or within a hundred meters you can shoot. But when you're in a city and you have people mm. like freaking walking on the sidewalk and right next to you, you, it was like okay, we can't follow those rules and we're just you just have to fucking make it through. That was it. That's another thing that's kind of stuck in my head. But so coming home. My first eight years, I really just didn't do nothing. Uh, drinking, smoking pot on all these meds <laughs> that the VA had me on and none of it working. And the, the only thing I really wasn't addicted to was the pain meds. But everything else just was just, it was just horrific. 
Yeah, I was talking about that too. Um, I go to the VA. I've been having problems with uh, pain management. Uh, it's a big issue because they're worried about people addicted and people dying yeah, and all that junk. But I, I just, I don't know. I haven't heard of any veterans dying from pain meds. But um, that's another issue. And what do you what do you think about the medical care right now? They got this a program called Veterans Choice. And I used it one time. But now Trump passed it out. Supposedly that's a good thing because now you can outsource your doctor care. Yes. You don't have to go I to don't the know, VA. I don't know about that. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah, they said if you have to wait more than 30 days, you can go to an outside doctor. But yeah, I have yeah. a great doctor. I have a great hospital, Long Beach, California, probably one of the best VA hospitals in the country. But yes. So after about 10 years... I did the I did the medical cannabis. I smoked pot for about a year so I could get off of every. I had about twelve to fifteen different meds I was taking: psych meds, pain meds, yeah, uh, Neurontin, sleeping pills, Ambien. I mean, I don't even know how I lived for eighteen years. So I got off all those meds. I bought a motorcycle. Getting a motorcycle got me to stop isolating at home, and I was out doing, I was out doing stuff, and that motivated me to chapter to start uh, the American Legion Riders chapter in Huntington Beach, California. And from doing that, I did Run for the Wall. If nobody knows what Run for the Wall is, it's it was a group of guys from California. Vietnam vets decided they were going to ride to the Vietnam Wall in Washington, D.C. And they started doing that, and it's grown into this huge, huge event. And we did the 30th run for the wall last year. Wow. And as it, it, so the run for the wall is about 1,500 motorcycle riders Whoa. that start <laughs> in Ontario, California. And now they have three routes. They have the Midway, the Central, and the Southern route. We did the Southern route. Wow. And everybody does all these routes. And on the way, you stop at memorials, schools, legions, Harley-Davidson dealerships. And as you're wow. going, every single city we went to out of California, the entire city was out there waving, doing flags on bridges <laughs> the entire way to D.C., there are people holding flags over bridges. And like in Mississippi, in Mississippi, the entire state road was blocked off. No traffic could go on. It took them 105 police officers. And as we're riding through Mississippi, wow. we had th like three Hueys and two of those, whatever those weird... Freaking, uh, oh, the double propeller helicopter. Yeah, those weird yeah, yeah, attack yeah. helicopters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cobras, yeah. that's it. Yeah, cobras, so we yeah. had like three Cobras and a couple Hueys escorting us the entire state of Mississippi. I was like, whoa. Oh, wow. That's and then awesome, you stop that's and awesome. You meet, I mean, you meet all these people. But so on this ride, we did a side mission because now there is a lot of us Iraq, Afghanistan vets coming in and the... No, no offense to you old Vietnam guys, but you guys are getting old, and us new guys are coming in. And so Run for the Wall is now adapting to us veterans, and they're doing side missions to stop at some of these Iraq and Afghanistan memorials that are around the country.
One of those memorials that we went to was in Pecos, Texas. And uh, it was for Johnny V. Mata. And he was killed in an ambush when the 507th maintenance crew made a wrong turn, the Jessica Lynch. And wow. he, was, he was KIA in that. And then uh, my friend that I met on Ro uh, Run for the Wall, who is the missing man coordinator, Joseph Hudson, he was also in that attack, and he was captured, and it, we call him Gump. His nickname is Gump, <laughs> and uh, this is a funny story. Gump. He was he, Gump? so during this ambush, he got shot, and he was shot in the butt. <laughs> so I asked, "What? Why are you called Gump?" And he's, like, "I got shot in the butt talks." In the butt. So yeah, so Gump is the missing man coordinator, and he. So he started to do bring these people to this memorial and this family of this fallen soldier started to get the, the funds and get everything going for this veteran memorial park. So Run for the Wall stops there every year. They have, I think, the past five or so on years. And when I went there and saw that really nothing was happening and that they needed more money and stuff like that, I just took it upon myself to help them out and... I've raised money on Facebook, about 1200 bucks, and we're actually riding out there and meeting the city council April 25th in Pecos. And I'm telling them, you know, my story, who I am, my, our organization, Joseph Hudson's going to, the POW, he's going to be talking. We have a, we don't know if she's coming yet, but we have a MIA daughter who's still waiting to, for, uh, for them to find the remains, so then she would be a gold star, but she's not a gold star yet. She will be there, and then we're having the American Legion Riders in Odessa, Texas. They're going to come to this, and we're all meeting Pecos, Texas, April 25th, 5.30 p.m., and we also have one of the Central Route Run for the Wall, who's also a Legion Rider, um, uh, Alfredo Gomez. Wow, you have a lot of stuff, mate, Leif. Um, you know, there's so much. This, this is this podcast is not enough. We're gonna do some more stuff now. Where can people uh, get more information about your company, uh, your uh, uh, the, the biker group you belong to with with the veterans, um, and you're trying to raise money. Um, so where can they go to if they want to donate money? So if they want to donate yeah. money to this Veteran Memorial Park, you can actually donate money to, or if you go to the website, V-M-P-N-Pecos. So V-M-P-I-N-P-E-C-O-S dot com. And it's a website I put together, and there's a donation button. We've raised $1,200 so far. And right on. you want to... Yeah. Raise more. We're actually, uh, 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 we have a tax ID so you can write it off. <clears throat> and we are bring as much money as we can there. And then our chapter, so we're American Legion Riders, Chapter 133. Our website is alrchapter133.com. And from there you can find our Facebook page and all the other stuff. And you guys, um, Don's going to put all these links to 
the podcast once she gets to it. So everything is going to be professional. There's going to be a link there. Um, there's no excuses why you guys can't send anything or be involved. And um, you know, these are these are. Our, these are our soldiers. These are our military. These are the guys that um, you know make it possible for us to be able to enjoy and, and do our things and go to the park and and have fun and you know. Um, we hunt the right? evil you say doesn't <laughs> exist. That's right. Yeah, and and, and really just uh, be prepared, man. Uh, thank you, Leif Meisinger. Uh, Awesome, brother. Uh, we're going to keep on. We're going we're gonna to be interviewing other veterans, too. You oh, guys there, know. We, we, we have more stories. Okay, yeah. Uh, we, got, we, we haven't <laughs> even heard. You haven't even heard why they call me Coffin. <laughs> oh, that, no. that'll be in and the next we'll, segment. <laughs> and we're going to have a link to the pictures if you want to see them. Yeah, yeah, there, there will be. There will. Um, I'm going to get that information. Don will put this up. Everything that he mentioned is going to be there. Um this is real, and you guys get involved, and don't just talk about it. Don't complain about our system, about what's going on. Get involved. I'm a doer. I, I, I always say, action speaks louder than words. All right, you guys, take care, and don't God bless. Don't tell me. Show me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs>